You are listening to The Scene, and I am your host, Laura Holloway. We are here with the cast and director of Launch Day, Love Stories from the Year 2108, director Kim Frick-Welker, Michael Evanichko, and Jordan Strelicki. Well, tell me, Kim, you picked the script. Yes. Uh, interesting story, and I'll try to make it really short. Back in March, I was asked to be an adjudicator at the Southeast Theater Conference. Eleven states are represented, and uh, one of them was Tuscaloosa, um, Alabama, and they brought a new play. It had not yet been published called Launch Day Love Stories of the Year 2108. It advanced to nationals. It won Best Show, and I knew it would be a perfect fit for the backstage series, so I approached Chad about it. We approached the playwright and the managing director of Tuscaloosa. It wasn't yet published, and so they told us to contact Dramatic Publishing and get on the list to be first to produce it. How exciting. And the the author, Michael Higgins, so you've been in contact with him. You've been talking with him. Tell me what that's like to talk with the playwright. Well, um, I reached out to him initially to find out how we could produce his play, and uh, that's when he told us about Dramatic Publishing in Woodstock, Illinois. But then uh, recently he reached out to me and um, said that he would he would be open to uh, speaking with the cast. If we had any questions, feel free to contact him. Uh, I've never had a playwright do that before, so that was very exciting, and he, he loves our poster. That's very exciting. <laughs> Who designed the poster? Uh, Jordan. Oh, yeah. oh, Jordan. All right. So Jordan, tell me a little bit about your role with the show. Well, so I, I work full time at CPAC in addition to being cast in this particular show. So I did design the poster alongside Kim. We're in charge of the marketing for the show. This last week, we hung about 40 posters around town. <laughs> if you're a business owner and you'd like to put a poster up, you just swing on by CPAC and get one. And aside from that, uh, Jada and Zeg are two of the largest characters in the show. Let's just, they're the stars of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and and Jada's a super genius engineer. Uh, I'm really reaching for this role personally. <laughs> but she's she's really quirky and smart, and they're living, you know, in 2108. Lots of future things have happened, like super lifelike prosthetic uh, limbs that Michael might be able to tell us a little bit more about in a bit, or genetically modified animals mm. like, like Pandaroo. Buffadillo. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the Buffadillo. <laughs> the Buffadillo is genius. <laughs> yeah. So how did you pick the show? You you said that you saw it at SETC. What yes. about this particular, what about it spoke to you? It's a well, set in the future. Uh, and- it, the formatting is very similar to Almost Maine, which is another show I, I directed for a backstage series where you have six short stories all on the same day at the same place at the same time. Mm. This is the same mm. same formatting, but in the year 2108. Uh, so we have six different stories, six couples, um, and we are privy to some of their relationship challenges in the in the future, in 84 years from now. Oh, wild. And it's kind of topical with everything that's going on with AI right now. And there's it is this so whole relevant. Wave and, of and, and what I love about Michael Higgins' play is that he's dealing with some really hardcore topics mm. that are, you know, they're happening now. We see it happening now um, in, in a way that is approachable because th- uh, through the comedy of the show. Yeah. Let's circle back to that in just a bit. Um, Michael, tell me about your role in the show. So I am Zig, and I show up here at this launch uh, to stop Jada from going up into uh, space. She is part of a group of 600 people that have um, volunteered to go up and to start a new life um, on this planet, this brand new planet. Um, and I'm convinced that... It's a very bad idea. Um, I don't think they're prepared enough to uh, survive up there. And if she leaves, I'll never see her again. Mm. Um, So I'm trying to rekindle um, a romance that started that I ended up, I 
ended um, foolishly uh, months ago. But don't give it away. No yeah, spoiler alerts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, let's come back and talk a little bit more about each of these characters after a quick break. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're back with the scene, and we are talking with the cast and director of Launch Day that is opening soon at CPAC. Um, we're here with Michael Evanichko, Kim Frickwelker, and Jordan Strelecki. And I would love to talk to you guys a little bit more about these characters and the choices that you make. Um, Jordan, I want to go back really quickly to you. And a minute ago, you were talking about the dual role of working on the production side as well as being on the stage. And uh, what is that like? How do you separate that? How do you switch from one to the other? And how do you wear multiple hats? You know, I have been quoted saying that I've got the coolest job in the world. And I've been there more than two years and I still feel the exact same way. It's nothing but helpful to be involved in the production side of things. I just feel like I'm more connected to the show. It helps me keep my character in mind when I'm designing or putting up posters. I talk about it more to people from the advertising aspect as well as the actor, come and see me, please clap loud aspect. (laughs) And it's a ton of fun. It keeps me busy, too. Uh, When I would act in college or before having this job, you know it's going to be a huge commitment anytime you audition and get cast in a show. And when we pick a show way before auditions... We know it's going to be a huge commitment and mm. and building, designing and building a set, painting that, coming up even with pre-show music that is going to fit the theme of your show is something that it's just an aspect that I don't think a lot of the audience thinks about and probably a lot of the actors don't think about. So it's But they appreciate excellent. without even knowing yeah, just that they're appreciating. That. I mean, we are a small staff at CPAC, mm. so we wear many hats. Uh, so in, um, I'm director, but I'm also right now, as she said, I'm looking, I'm going through music. I... Uh, designed the set with Chad McDonald, painted the set. I decided to take on costumes. I don't know why, but I did. Just I took because on the you couldn't handle one well more thing. And props. So, <laughs> yeah, we wear a lot of hats. But uh, to be able to work in theater, uh, and that's your, your full-time mm. job, is a blessing. Mm. And, and we're very grateful. Very true. One hat here. <laughs> He's a one-hat guy over here. He can only handle the one hat. That's it. It's a pretty heavy hat. <laughs> it, it can be heavy. It can be heavy. Tell me a little bit about the production team for this show. You said that you and Chad production designed team. the set. Chad is the producer and uh, co-set designer. Uh, Matt Wilson, our technical director, is also doing sound design, and he's our sound engineer. Patrick Manley, who's our assistant technical director, is doing light design. And then myself, my, my title is cultural arts production um, coordinator, um, but Sometimes I'm the director. Sometimes I'm working on the set. Sometimes I'm just doing the, the box office management. So, you know, yeah, in theater, everyone wears many hats. Truly, truly. In mm-hmm. community theater, you have to jump right Absolutely. in. Yeah. Except for Michael, who has just <laughs> the one hat. Just, <laughs> he just wants to show up and be in the spotlight. I've done the many hat things, sure. um, as you know, and it's, uh, it's complicated, uh, mm-hmm. especially when, you know, I ha- also have a day job and you know the book stuff i just you know we all have a lot of stuff going on Mm -hmm. but um yeah so what brings you back with so many things that are going on in your lives and this is a often a thankless job and most often a payless job to do community theater jordan what what keeps you guys for coming back to the stage um kim approached me with this show and it's um it's definitely very unique Mm -hmm. and it it gives me a chance to act to emote in many different ways uh com there's comedy in it there's um there's emotional uh, correct me moments. if i'm wrong michael but i believe uh when you moved here 
the first show you did was one that I directed. It was, yes. I mean, he had a background yes. in theater and film, but the first show he did here was one I directed. And and then we played on stage together. I was his mother in Clever Little Lies. So I knew of his talent, plus I've seen him in productions at Cumberland County Playhouse. And he was in the lobby for another production. I don't remember what it was you went to see, but I roped him. I said, hey, I need you to look at this script. There's a part for you that I think you'll love. It's a nice challenge. It's different from anything else you've ever played. Mm-hmm. And he was on board. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I like how um, you're encouraging us to find the um, the relationship stuff and, and the drama and the emotional moments. And that's one thing that's different from other productions that I've done is I've encouraged the, the actors to come up with their own hair design, makeup design, and, and, and give me their input on costume design. So they've had hands-on for their full character development. Mm, I love that. I, I did want to ask you too, Kim, which role do you like better? Do you like being on the stage or do you like being in the director's chair? You know, if you'd asked me when I was in my 20s and 30s, I would say being, being on stage. But mm-hmm. now that I'm 63 and it's much more challenging to memorize those lines, <laughs> I really love directing. Yeah. yeah, Awesome. We'll be right back on the scene. We're back on the scene and we are talking with the cast and director of Launch Day that's opening shortly at CPAC. I want to go to Jordan Strzelecki. Tell me a little bit about uh, your your role, you've said that you, you wear many hats. You've been in the director's seat. You've been on stage. What do you like best? Um, that's a pretty hard question. Directing is so much fun, but I am still in my 30s, and I love <laughs> the applause from an audience. So, I mean, there's... Well, wait, Kim didn't say she didn't like that. She just said she didn't want to memorize the lines. Right. Yes, I but... Well, you know, directing is really, really hard, mm. but really rewarding, and acting is really hard and really rewarding. So it's hard to say. I guess it would come down to the show. Like, I... I the show that I directed in August, Exit Pursued by a Bear, I don't think I'd want to act in because I love directing it so much, but I, I maybe direct it again. Mm. And then some of my roles that I've played in the past, I don't think that I would take on the act of directing it, but I loved acting it so much that I, I would do that again. Now, I will mm. say in, in, in thinking about who to cast for Jada and Zeg, I had to be able to cast actors who could be very physical their roles are physically demanding. Mm-hmm. And then when you come to see the show, you'll understand why. So uh, I'm very grateful to Jordan and Michael who were just on board and, and they're they're going for it. I have bruises <laughs> um, on my thigh, inner thigh, uh, mm-hmm. to prove it. And I won't say <laughs> now why. Now we have to see the show. I won't yeah. say why. Now we have to know. <laughs> well, tell me who else is in the cast. Oh, goodness. I should have brought my cast list. Uh, Twelve actors. So uh, Jordan helped me out here. So we have um, – right. So after us, we have – Gerald and Quilney, which is Alex Nicase and Brianna Ortner. And then we have Darge and Kira, who are Jacob A. Roberts and Holly Mills. And then we have Rabissa and Xander. Vander. Vander, <laughs> who are um, Brooke Howard. Qu- uh, Brooke Quinn Howard and Eddie Perez. Then um, there is uh, John and Emily, Grevin and Britley, who play zookeepers. Yeah, they're yeah they're all in vastly different settings too. We can't. It's not just all bar or all people working on the space force. You really get to see lots of glimpses into this future world. Mm, this sounds like a great show for people that aren't necessarily theater people because maybe it doesn't require um, so much attention. You have you have a well, couple of two person the, scenes. Yeah, the way the rehearsal process uh, starting. Tonight is when we'll have the full cast and run the show. But mm-hmm. I've just been working two scenes at a time. So mm-hmm. I'm working with two people 
uh, from 6.30 to 7.30 and two more from 7.30 to 8.30 so that I could have that one-on-one with them. Yeah, that's a nice rehearsal process, mm-hmm. too. And then mm-hmm. you have time to, to actually have your other life going on in the meantime. Yes. Yep. A lot less demanding. And, and uh, as far as the audience goes, you're right. These little stories are a lot more consumable and a lot less emotionally draining than a, a very dramatic show that has a rise and fall from the start to finish. Sure. It's about the same time length as a regular show, 90 minutes-ish. That includes an intermission. But it's just going to fly by because you're going from one place yeah, to the next. Each one could stand on its own as a 10-minute play. And actually, one of the scenes called The Chip was is produced separately and, mm-hmm. and uh, appeared in New York and Australia. Oh wow, this yeah. is very much like Almost Man in yeah, the, in the much, setup. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite thing about this show, Michael? We'll start with you. Um, I like that each segment is very diverse in casting, character, um, mood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like they were saying, you, if it's ten minutes of uh, comedy and it's not your thing, like. The next 10 minutes of drama could be your thing. So mm. there's something for everyone. Jordan, what about you? What is your favorite thing about the show? Uh, really, the future aspect is the cool part. Almost Maine is very cute and fun, and I like these short little stories. But the part that makes Launch Day pretty cool and on that next level is we had to create props of things that don't exist. <laughs> so we had mm. to think, you know, what is... What is this item going to look like? That And 2108 isn't even 100 years away. Oh, 84 so years away. Uh, so, so these creepy. items, even though they don't exist and were fun slash difficult to create, they're also something that could be created. He's not stretching very far from reality with the future things that he provides in this show, but they are definitely things that don't exist and are fun to see on stage. Yeah, get to stretch that creative muscle on the production side, mm-hmm. too. Well, before we run out of time, I, I want to make sure we have enough time to talk about how to see the show. How do we find out more information? How do we get tickets? And, and how many does the audience seat? Uh, well, the backstage series uh, is known for its intimate setting. So our, our main house seats 458 people. For this, we're seating 50, maybe 60 people. So we want you to get your tickets early. You can call 931-528-1313 or go to cpactn.com. Or you can stop by the box box office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. I think we should mention, just because we haven't explicitly mentioned, this show opens on the 19th. It runs the 19th through the 27th every day. January 19th? Yes. The doors will be open and the show will be on uh, every day, the 19th through the 27th, except Monday and Wednesday. And the only Sunday that snuck in there is a 2 o'clock matinee. The Tuesday evening is pay what you can at the door. Awesome. Great opportunity to go see some good theater. And again, we're talking with the cast of and the director of Launch Day, Love Stories from the year 2108, which is opening at CPAC very soon. Thank you all so much for being here and talking about the show. And best of luck and break many legs. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you.